Just know I had nothing to do with it. I had to cover myself. It, it, it's for the sake of the podcast. Don't you dare try to throw us <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> The 2OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world, Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 9. This episode of the 2OC, we talk about old school versus new school. Spider-Man does a Spider-Man on other movies. And does Anton have too much expendable income? I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton. Wait, what? <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> what? Why do we always go back in time? There always has something to do with back. I'm Anton Duong. Because I'm a big fan of Back to the Future. Uh huh. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'm Anton Duong. All right, Anton. Where do you want to start off this time? Yeah, let's 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 start with the uh, expendable income. <laughs> So I, I got these spectacles. You've heard of these, right? I've heard of them. I just don't know what they do. This came about when I forgot his name. Uh, it's the guy who owns Snapchat. Uh, I don't know the guy's name either. Yeah, so he had this idea when he was dating. I, I think I'm getting this right. This is what I heard. So I'm just telling you what I heard. So he was dating Miranda Kerr at the time. And there were a lot of moments where he wanted to Snapchat. And every time he did, he had to take out his phone. Hold on, time out. I love Miranda Kerr. Okay. She's, I think she's Australian, right? Anyways, regardless, if there's any uh, spectacle video of her, I want to see it. Okay. Uh, maybe. Uh, I haven't really checked, but uh, that's something that I think I should check out. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I got to come up with something where I don't have to take my phone out and Snapchat. So he came up with this idea of making these sunglasses called spectacles. Mm-hmm. And that way you're able to wear a camera, but not look stupid. And also at the same time, you can Snapchat 10 second videos. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about now. Are they the ones that have the camera built into the lenses? Yes. Not into the lenses, but into the frames? Yes. Okay, I've seen those. The geeky part of me says those look amazing. Mm-hmm. The style part of me says those are dumb the way they make them light up. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of saying, hey, I'm filming you. It's it's just like that red dot on the cameras. Remember when we used to shoot that podcast and there would be that red light? Yeah, that thing was hypnotizing. I'm actually staring at one right now because of my microphone. <laughs> yeah, same here. No, you're right. And I think that is why they added those like LED lights to the to the spectacles. They cannot people can't say, oh, these are creeper glasses. So you can mm-hmm. record people in secret. That's true. At least with a big with a big bright LED, you can't say, oh, I didn't know you were recording me. Like, how do you miss that? <laughs> well, anyways, they come in three colors. And I think that one of the colors is coral, black and teal. Coral is more like a, a reddish pink color. And out of those three, I think I got the best color out of the rest because it matches with everything I wear, and that's black. I thought you were going to say blue for some reason. I don't know why. I, blue seems to be more your color scheme. Yeah, but that teal color is way too bright. It's more of like a neon color. Yeah, it's so more like the, the 80s kind of neon wear or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's probably good for my fiance, but for yeah. me, I, I'm just sticking with the black. So how much do they cost? Uh, they cost around 129 
which isn't too bad. I mean, for a fashionable sunglasses, okay. it's not too bad. All right. Well, let's talk about the fashion aspect. How good is the quality on this? Is it like kind of a cheap plastic? Or See, that's what like... I thought. I thought it was going to be a really cheap plastic. What about the lenses? Plastic, glass? What are we talking here? Composite? Um, uh, composite. I, I'd say that they're, they're pretty sturdy. I think they're very comparable to a regular Ray-Ban sunglasses that is not polarized. Okay. Not as good as like the reinforced lenses that you get like at a professional. No, uh, no, no. Like lens crafters, but not not cheapy like gasoline station glasses. Yeah, I I would say stock glasses from Oakley's. Like, you know, the, 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 the regular one that you get without the prescription or anything like that. Right. So, like, strong glasses, they're not going to scratch by every little thing, but at the same time, you want to take care of them. Yes. Now, the the cool thing about getting these glasses, I have to say, is the pop-ups. There's these little robot vending machines called Snapbots, okay. and they pop up all over the world. And right, I think right now there's only 14 of them. And I was just shopping. Yeah, Snapbots. They're called Snapbots. And they they basically kind of have like a, a life of its own. Like it's blinking and it's blinking like a, a bunch of different lights. But it has this big eye on the machine. And that's that's pretty much the thing that, that shows you what you're getting and all that cool stuff. All right. So I'm trying to look at the map right now. Yeah, there's I'm only waiting. 14 locations. And the very, very first location was Venice Beach because that's where Snapchat is from. That's their headquarters over there. Since we are the 2OC, I'll just cover the ones in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like San Francisco, Santa Monica, Los Angeles, of course, at the Grove, and San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Mm-hmm. I remember when it first came out, when it was announced, there would be people lining up. You know how far Venice Beach is from one end to the other end? Yeah. Can you imagine that? It's it's crazy. Okay, first of all, how many spectacles can fit into one of the machines? <laughs> no, they had to refill it a couple of times. At the, and then that brings me to my point. Why, did, why didn't they just have a booth then for like the first day? <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted to, people to experience the SnapBot. Okay. Yeah, so it, is it is it a pretty basic like electronic vending machine like that you would see for, at airports for like Best Buy or something like that? Or? Yeah, it's very similar. But when you go up to it, it, it kind of interacts with you. Like you, you can see it like looking at you and because it has a little camera on it so it could see where you're standing and stuff like that and then uh when it starts to see what you're trying to do like that you're interested in buying something it turns into uh, a selfie mode where you can see yourself in the screen and then you can start pressing buttons on 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 the the vending machine and these buttons are like the buttons on arcade machines like that are prize winning machines like those big yeah, circle I'm, I'm, buttons yeah i'm looking at them right now it's kind of i thought i didn't know if that was part of the animation or that was actual machine so it's uh so basically like uh you just press that middle button to go scroll through every single color that they have which is the three colors they basically place those sunglasses on you to make to mock up what it would look like if you had them on okay. so before you buy it you're basically trying it on but virtually Via, via one of Snapchat's filters, essentially. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's the exact same filters that you can get. I, I know that if you go on spectacles.com uh, right now on your phone, uh, you can actually enable that filter on your Snapchat mm-hmm. for two hours, and you get to try them out and see how they look on you. Okay, 
So back to the tech part of this. Can you only use it on Snapchat or can you record to your phone directly? Um, it the- only works with the Snapchat app. But the cool thing is every time you snap something, you can do it in increments of 10 seconds, 20 seconds, or 30 seconds. But it splits up every 10 seconds into a new clip. Okay, so it, it it's a continuous video, but... Mm-hmm. It's still split up, so if somebody's going through your story, they can just see 10 seconds at a time until they click to the next part. Exactly. And another cool thing is you can snap up to 100 times on each what? charge. Oh, okay. That was, that was a weird problem. Like, snap up to 100 times what? Yeah, so oh. 100 times 10 seconds okay. on one charge. And this, the, the case that it comes with is the battery itself. So you can charge it about four times. Okay. How long does the battery last? I mean, not last. How long does it take to charge the battery? That I have not tried yet. They haven't really <laughs> said the specs or anything on it. But so far, it seems like it's it's pretty fast. It, it, it charges via USB. Wait, wait, wait. How long ago did you buy this thing? I just bought this uh, a couple hours ago. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. You haven't played around with it yet? Oh, damn. Okay. So I'm pretty excited because I, I, I didn't plan to buy this. I was just at the Florida mall where it was at. I was just walking with um, Steven, which is my fiance's little brother. Yeah. We're walking into one of the lunchbox stores to get some Overwatch figures. Mm-hmm. And I see this yellow machine with a big eye looking around. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, so you didn't even know it was there. No, I didn't even know it was there. I was like, oh, oh okay. my God. And then I called up my fiance, which is like, you know, on the other side of the, the ball. I'm like, dude, babe, you got to come over here right now. I got to get one of these things. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just come <laughs> over here right now where the food court is. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Were, were you asking for permission or did you just want to show the in the excitement? I, I just wanted to show her the excitement. I That's, just a, lie. Her- That's <laughs> a lie. That's a lie. So I, I told her to come over. I'm like, all right, I want you to experience this at the same time. I'm experiencing this. This is so cool. So I walk over there with her and, you know, she was with her friend. So when they saw what I was doing, they're like, okay, we're just going to sit back and just watch what you're doing. There was like a bunch of couches there. So they just sat down there. I'm like, babe, you're going to come over here and see this. Oh you my you can't just sit down. Okay. <laughs> All right. This this message is for her. Mm-hmm. Anton had no, uh, had no approval for me to buy this. If he tries to blame me for his purchase, just know I had nothing to do with it. I had to cover myself. It, it, it's for the sake of the podcast. Don't you dare try to throw us <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> so anyways, I mean, so far, I, I, I really like this product. I think it's worth uh, $129.99. I, I didn't think that it was overpriced because of the tech that you were getting. And yeah. the quality on it, I'm really surprised. Plus, the rechargeable case really throws in that extra like oomph where I'm like, okay, that's totally worth it. Okay. So the case, yes, that's that's awesome. I didn't think that they would do that. Mm-hmm. The tech for the price, I agree. Mm-hmm. However, it being limited to Snapchat only, it's kind of a big downer for me. But I know it's only a matter of time before somebody hacks it. Yeah, I really don't find the reason for hacking it. For one thing, I mean, I like hacking stuff, but... It doesn't really, you don't really need to. This is designed for a purpose, and I think it right. serves that purpose very well. 
Yeah, but I mean, just in general, I mean, if you're on a bike ride or if you're live streaming something uh, where you can't use your hands, I, I think that, that, that would be people where uh, they would find other uses for it. If if they could unlock that, then it's totally worth the money. Now it's only for like people that I think are really hardcore tech geeks or have like a following on Snapchat, not for people that are just have like a, you know, a, a hundred or so friends that are following them. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, for me, I, I like it because th- there are times where I don't want to take out my phone and I Please just want to snap that moment just to have a, a piece of that moment. And it doesn't distract me away from getting my phone and then looking at it every single time. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. you, once you pull out your phone, you get sucked into like, oh, I have a notification for this. Or, oh, I had to do this. Oh, I need to check this. Yeah. I, so, I agree. So at the end of the day, I think this is a great product so far, what, what they're doing. And I just hope that, you know, they're going to keep renovating this as a new product. And they're still going to put more into the to what they're doing right now. All the development, great job. Keep at it. I hope this is going to be a long-lasting product. And it doesn't go the way of Google Goggles. Google Goggles. Go- <laughs> wow, I can't say that. Google Goggles. Yeah, That's why it failed. No, no, it's not Google Goggles. No, no, you got the wrong name. Oh, it's no, that's Google the app. Glass. That's Google Glass, sorry. Yeah. That was thinking of the app. So while we're on the topic of you having too much damn money, or expendable money, sorry, I'm going to say, was it a year ago that you put a down payment on something i believe it was three thousand no um i think it was only one thousand one thousand okay so for our listeners anton put a down payment on the tesla 3 model Model 3 3. yes tesla model 3 um right when they announced the pre-orders and that those pre-orders went quick i forgot how many they were doing but it sold out right away uh they, they extended it uh to whoever put it so basically, like, if the later you put it in, you're just a higher number. Yeah, and and that's how that's how Tesla's been selling their cars. Like, mm-hmm. literally, like, as they're being made, they're being shipped out right away. Like, they don't try to hold on to those cars that long. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised they didn't really tell people what their numbers are, because no. I think I'm pretty way back there. You probably are. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, that they're trying to, they're trying to eliminate people selling their numbers. Mm-hmm. But oh, the good, yeah, that you can't really sell your spot. I'm just saying though. Yeah. But the good thing is that what Tesla does is they, as the models come out, if there's any updates or adjustments that they make to the car or any upgrades, any car that's being produced after that will have that upgrade, even if it's the same model. So mm. you having a later number, if there's any upgrades that they eventually do to the Model Three, you'll benefit from that. That's 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 a really good thing because so far from the old models, the only thing that they do update is just the software. And and, and that's kind of what they kind of tear apart from other uh, car manufacturers, which is they other car manufacturers do it, you know, per year. Yeah. Per year and per package. So you might have a you know a Civic twenty sixteen. Yeah. And then next year they'll like they'll have some upgrades, but they'll be for the twenty seventeen. Yeah. And so on. And the only reason why Tesla's taking forever is because of the parts that they get. Because every single part that they're producing from different companies, it just takes a while for them to develop them. And then 
have them shipped to put into the car. And it's it's very specific to their their manufacturing. It, not a lot of, par- of the car parts can be used from other manufacturers. I mean, yeah. other other models. That's true. And I I got some insider uh, information about this also because I I know someone. Not going to say who, but he told me that he was actually. Never mind. I'm going to take that back. I'm. I'm just going to say. <laughs> You're gonna, I'm probably going to edit. Yeah, I'm probably going to edit it out. <laughs> the, the information would have given it away or what yeah yeah because yeah. he's on the front line he's building the he, car you he was one-on-one with elon musk at this event <laughs> oh wait <laughs> yeah so anyways he's he's on the front line building the car right now because there's no robots in that section of model three yet yeah so right now i think they're doing probably by hand so it takes probably about 15 to 30 cars a week and i said okay so when does the robots come in and he's like oh it's probably coming in sometime at the end of june um early july i'm like okay cool so how many uh how many cars can the robots do in a week and it's like oh uh i think like over twenty thousand cars a week i'm like wait you just told me that you can do like 15 to 20 and the robot can do like twenty thousand cars a week because they don't need brakes and they just do everything accurately and quickly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, so if I got the first batch, that means that it was all handcrafted? He's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm yeah. like, okay, so I've if I get the first batch and it falls apart, it's all your fault, right? He's like, oh, whoa. Yeah, if you put it that way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, and that, that's what brings me to the reason why I brought this up. Right before the 4th of July, Tesla announced that they just started rolling out the first batches of the Model 3. Yep. There we go. Yeah, so it's beginning. I mean, it might take you another year before you get your car, but it's starting. Yeah. Well, from what they're saying is they're hoping to deliver uh, at least like whoever pre-ordered the first two days. Don't quote me on this because this is what I heard and... No, and uh, te- Tesla always changes their their deadlines. They, yeah, they're notorious for it. So they're hoping to get all of them delivered by the uh, the end of December for those reservations. And so far, they haven't denied or changed the date, which I'm pretty happy with. But I, I just hope that they keep that promise because so far everything's looking great. And from what uh, someone asked him, uh, Elon Musk in an interview the other day is that he says yes everything is on track that's impressive because they were talking about how they, they could be back ordered for up to two years if the parts don't come in and if there is no delays on any problems with the cars yes i'm looking here uh tesla aims to launch twenty thousand model threes units per month by december uh, according to musk what your friend said sounds accurate mm-hmm. once the robots come in they'll be pumping them out yeah so i i, I guess you know he didn't really say much because th- that's something that you know everybody already knows and has already been announced well, already. I, so I think I solved the mystery here. Connection is because this article from Futurism is quoting Elon Musk, and he, Elon Musk said the exact quote you just told me. So obviously, you know Elon. <laughs> Damn you, Anton. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we had lunch the other day when I was back in California. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but I don't want to piss off Elon. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to piss off that guy. He he no. listens to our podcast, so he's our future overlord. 
All hail Elon. All right, Anton. All right, what do you want to go to next? <laughs> All right, so this week a really big movie came out, which I hopefully think that you're going to watch this weekend. Oh, uh, Baby Driver? Is that it? No, that came out last week. Oh. Oh, what came out? Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yes. Yes. My movie. Your movie. And I think, you know, this is probably going to be the hottest movie of the summer. That's what I'm hearing. And based on the reviews I've been seeing lately, it's been going like crazy. Even like the like the previews, which did you go to a preview or you just went to the premiere? I missed the preview, so I had to go to the premiere. Oh, poor Anton. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had to go with the regular folk. Yeah, but, you know, that's where the true fans are. The, the ones that are not so obsessed. It's just right. You went. You met. You went among the common people. Yeah, the, I, the ones that keep it real. Mm-hmm. The one that keeps it real. The one that stays back to the very end to see all of the end credit scenes. Based on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are giving it a ninety-four. I'm sorry. Which is pretty good for a summer movie so far. Like we've only had a couple of movies that are higher than ninety. Yeah, critics are giving it 94, audience is giving it 92, mm-hmm. and usually when they match up, that's a good that's a good uh, equation. Yep, and Baby Driver is still 98%, so please go see it. It's 98%? Seriously? Yeah, it was 100%, but then some asshole gave it a bad review. Okay, damn, yeah, it's 97 and 91, damn, okay, yep. that's, that's good competition. Yep, yep. So anyways, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, I would have to say, is probably one of the best choices ever made for Marvel. Because he actually fits Peter Parker's uh, oh, yeah. personality. I, I love his charm. I love his uh, the, the, the way that he's he's so talkative. Like, you know how Spider-Man's very talkative. He's always yeah. saying smart things. Yeah, he's a smart ass. He's quick on his feet and he's quick with his mouth. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really happy that Tom Holland is able to put all of his A game on this. That it really shows him how good of an actor he is. I mean, he's been in the background just doing plays and musicals in in uh, London. Yeah, so he's a British actor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, another American hero goes to a, a foreign actor. <laughs> but hey. Let's put it this way. He makes a good like he he does a really good American accent. Let's just put it that way. Like he okay. he he really dove into how to be a high school kid in America. You heard, you heard about all the stuff that he had to do when he was training for his role, right? No, I didn't. He actually did undercover in a high school at a really nerdy school. What? Yeah, I think it was like a school about chemistry or something like that. And all okay. the kids were smart. And he was like the only kid that didn't know what the heck was going on. None of the students knew who he was or what he was trying to do. None of the teachers really? knew either. Really? None of the students recognized him? No, they gave him an alias. No, but and even then, like you would see his... I don't know. Because it's not like he, he... Wait, how long ago did he do this? Before Homecoming or before uh, Civil War? It, it, it was before um, Civil War. Okay, okay. Then I can see. Okay, now I get it. 
Yeah. Because I was like, who like who would have seen him in Civil War and then like not recognized them before Spider Man? Oh no no no! Actually, after because the Civil War happened so quick, like right when they announced uh, Tom Holland as Spider Man. Yeah. Like three days later, he had to fly to Atlanta to shoot that uh, that scene that we saw in Civil War. So he didn't even have any training like before that. No, he kept in shape for what he was doing. Yeah, I saw his audition tape. Like he already had some acrobatic skills, be- like just for his audition. Mm-hmm. His audition actually took six months. No, I'm saying his uh, his he sent it like a really quick clip of himself. Uh, yeah, just, just I, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah he, he kept sending those to the producers. And I guess the produce, yeah, it worked. <laughs> no, but it's not. Okay, I don't know. I, okay, I, I don't know what's so, going with that one. So let me dive into the movie a little bit. I'm not going to spoil anything. I just you think that. Not. Oh, and for, <laughs> and and to answer your question from earlier, sorry, I skipped it. Yeah, I'm going to try to see it. Uh, not during the weekend, but before next episode, I'll see it. And you should reserve your seats nowadays because they're available for reservations. Yes. So sir. that way you don't feel so. You know how you always feel. Uh, there's Tony Stark <laughs> in this movie, and I think I, I really thought that Tony Stark was going to be in this movie the whole entire way. I thought he was going to steal Spider-Man's thunder. No. Uh, I, and right from the start when they announced Tony was going to be part of Spider-Man, they they specifically said that he was just going to make a cameo and his, his role in it, however impactful to Spider-Man it was, was going to be minimal with screen time. Mm, yep and i i think that's 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 a good thing and uh, i guess uh michael keaton yep oh my god he is so good still to the to this day like for the past couple of movies that he's been spotlight i don't think you've seen that movie yet no great movie oh my god he's great in that he's great in uh the founder which is the mcdonald's movie he's also Spotlight was the one with uh they were the story behind the, the Catholic Church investigation, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's a great movie. You got to see that. Michael Keaton's great in that movie. He was great in The Founder. Oh my god. A performance amazing. Yeah, um, my he, my brother was telling me about The Founder. He's like, "Oh my god, that blew my mind." <laughs> yeah, how can McDonald's, you know, story be so inspiring? Uh anyways, Birdman. He was in Birdman and that movie knocked the Oscars out of the water. It did. Yeah, it really did. And he still shows that type of performance in this Spider-Man Homecoming movie. I really wish I can tell you so much about it or talk to you so much about all the stuff that he did in this that blew my mind. Okay, if, if, you're, if you're talking spoilers, we'll text. I'll text you after I watch it. <laughs> If you want to talk about actually store, store points, we'll cover it next episode. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're totally going to cover it on the next episode. This, there's quite a bit to talk about in, in, in the all next right. episode about this. So uh, all in all, great movie. Great surprises. Love the little tweaks on some of the characters that we love. Great. That's all I'm going to say. Um. Okay. Well, this isn't really a spoiler because I've been seeing it everywhere. Is Shocker officially in the movie, or is he just making a cameo? Yes, he is actually in the movie. Yeah, and, and again, that's not a spoiler, because I've been seeing it on in magazines, and articles are coming up in my stream, that it's uh, Tom, uh, Tom Hardy lookalike. That's all I got from him. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I, I, yes, I, 
yes and no. There's a okay. there's a twist, okay. but I, I can't really tell you what it is. You just have to watch it. Okay. That guy does do a great job as Shocker. I really really liked what he was doing. Okay. I've been praising for Shocker to be in the movie for a very long time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I really think this is it. Uh, this is a great rendition of what we're used to when we saw the cartoons. You remember yeah. the Peter Parker cartoon? Yeah, the, the the original one we saw with with Venom and all that stuff. Yeah, watching that, I I really wanted to have a lot of those uh, villains in the movie. Same thing with the uh, um, Vulture too, and I'm 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 really happy that they did that. I will say Vulture looks a lot better than um, the Hobgoblin did in <laughs> the the Tobey Maguire ones. Yeah, but anyways, I think Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man is the only movie that is still dear to my heart as a perfect spider-man movie not perfect in my in my opinion but at the time it was amazing what they were able to do because that's back when it was even before iron man right yeah yeah it was way before anything it was, it was, it was like probably two, one of the first oh it was two thousand it was 2001 oh yeah because time ago. no because i remember that they were they were teasing that the december before it they were teasing spider-man trailers and they had that scene where spider-man built a web between the twin towers mm, mm-hmm. and then they when the 9 11 happened they edited that that scene out yeah that was pretty bad <laughs> but i was like oh my god like I, that, that that was way back then but yeah no i mean like that as if, whatever you feel about the original spider-man uh series or the sam raimi's uh directing skills that movie seemed to have opened up the path for the marvel universe we know now because mm-hmm. before that, superhero movies tended to be cheesy, or they focused. They, they were too short, uh, too short-sighted. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, package the movie. That's it. You know, introduce the origin story within the first hour, and then half an hour, 40, 45 minutes of action, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sam Raimi, I, I, I still think that it is the best, but this new Spider-Man is as good. I would say equally as good because you get that first moment of spider-man uh where you actually feel like oh yeah that's the character that i know and love Mm -hmm. even though there's a little bit of difference between the storyline but the character how you feel about it it's still got that little you know ooze anyways let's talk about traditional film and laser projection films did you notice the transition or did you just really didn't care no, I noticed the transition. Um, for one thing, the movies were a lot more crisp. Mm-hmm. But also, I think what made it more obvious is that theaters advertised that they got the new projectors. That mm-hmm. they had the laser IMAX or like IMAX quality projectors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's noticeable. So the first time I saw a, a digital projection that was really good was when George Lucas announced that he was remastering his movies for digital screens and i remember going to irvine spectrum in california seeing an old star wars film like i I think actually not old but it's just episode one that was upgraded to hd projection okay i think it was called hdx or something i can't remember but i i was i was watching 
No, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't think it, I think it was episode two that came out, and then they they had a remaster for HD for the first episode. Okay, so they so, did they they filmed they filmed episode two in it, and then they came, they went back to episode one two. No, 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 no. They they were showing episode two because episode two came out, and then uh, at the same time, whoever wants to see the remaster of the first one, they can go to another theater to experience the HD projector. Okay, so it was a double feature. Yeah, so it was a double feature. Okay. And it, dude, it's a total night and day. Cause I remember I was I I finished watching episode two, and then I just walked into a, another theater that was already playing it. I'm just a little sneaking, sneaking through. Mm-hmm. So I went in just to see what it looks like. Cause I mean, a lot of people were talking about this all over you know newspapers. This is during the time when we were reading newspapers back in the days. Not a lot of whole, uh, not a whole lot on online. <laughs> uh. So yeah, yeah. So oh my god, dude, totally night and day. Cause I just came out of a theater that I was watching uh, regular traditional film projector, mm-hmm. and you could see like little dots and you know imperfections of film. Yeah, which I mean, regardless of how well you take care of the film, you're gonna get those little dust particles or random eyelashes and just stuff that falls into the canister. Yeah, and when you go into this, you know, theater that has that has a HD projection, it's like whoa, it, it looks like you're actually there, and that's how I felt during that time. Yeah, and for me, seeing that transition, it, I don't get that same feeling when I was a little kid in a movie theater watching a movie anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it's so different, and I remember when we used to sit in a theater where it's just you know one flat row it wasn't like amphitheater style stadium seating i still miss that classic you know traditional film feel just that kind of grainy texture to it yeah that that grainy texture makes you think that you're watching you're experiencing something something that's not real but okay. you you're, it's taking you to an adventure and then when you're watching like hd stuff that is on laser projection or hd projection it just feels like you're experiencing something that you're trying to, you know, the reality is not real. And it, it, it just takes you yeah. into like a totally different feel than traditional film does. Yeah, you know, it's it's a film. You can sense it. But as the, the crispness of the digital one makes it feel more vivid. Yeah. So that, that, that brings me into this upcoming movie, Dunkirk. I've seen, you're a big fan of the director. He's done some really amazing things that everybody loves. Batman, The Dark Knight, the whole uh, trilogy, and a couple other films like Interstellar and Inception. So last, I think it was last year, right? Did Interstellar come out last year or a year before? Uh, Interstellar was... I think it was two years ago, right? No, it was, yeah, you're right, two years ago. Yeah, so two years ago... 2014, 2014, Jesus. Yeah, so two years ago, I drove in the middle of the night all the way to Tampa just to see Interstellar in 70 millimeter, and there was only one IMAX theater uh, in my area, and and I had to go to that one, and it was a dome one, so you get the whole like eye vision where you can't really look anywhere else. As once you open your eye, you see everything, and there's mm-hmm. so many things to see. Anyways, the 70 millimeter film makes it makes it so much more enjoyable 
because it, it still has that classic film look to it and i love that especially like when when there's close-ups and you you get to see like almost hd but yet you get to see like little bits and pieces of like noise grain it gives so, you a totally different feel it, i wish i could think of the example that came to mind right now but it's almost like it gives it it gives the film character it, it, it's another level of the film to for you to enjoy mm-hmm. that's true okay so going back to the actual quality of the film versus digital something that people might not like notice or be aware of that could affect them also is the film rate i i know digitally they they match them they match up what the film rate for film was mm-hmm. you were you were into the whole like at like video editing and stuff like that would you still be able to tell a difference with the the film speed the film speeds like uh 24 frames and yeah, 30 36, frames yeah. yeah you can totally tell if it's 24 uh 24 30 48 uh no 64. but i mean like but i mean if if a traditional film is is set for 48 and then you have a digital projector, 48 to low too high it's 24 or 24 sorry 24 you know is is film 24 and digital 24 side by side exactly the same or like can you can you subconsciously still notice a difference? For me, I for sure I already know what it looks like. I, I know what twenty four looks like. Uh, I know what thirty looks like. I know what sixty looks like. Anything higher than sixty looks the same to me. Okay. because uh, once you pass sixty, not age. I'm not talking about the age. <laughs> once you pass sixty, everything that you see looks unreal yeah i, I know what you're talking about too and i just don't know how to describe it it's if we're talking about if you're filming at that speed so the people will get confused and think yeah like oh well the film is just going faster no like they're filming they're, they're capturing more instances in a second so when you're watching it you're right it, it doesn't seem natural yeah so l- let me give you a big example i don't know if you've seen this movie yet but during the time um digital projections uh that had 120 frames per second there were only a couple of uh, movie theaters that were showing it at 120 frames per second. And, oh my god, this movie is such an amazing movie. Uh, you, you heard of it, right? Billy Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Uh, no, but that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this soldier who came back from Iraq and he had this long walk during the halftime show. We've seen this. But during that halftime walk, he was thinking about all of those moments that got him to where he is. Okay. And it's such a great story because you watch a Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Millions of people watch Super Bowl. Yep. We only watch it for the game. Yep. And, you know, we respect the people that go on the, go on there that is from the military. Mm-hmm. But little do we know their story. So this That's... movie talks about, you know, his whole life. And it's so good. And it's directed by Ang Lee, which is a, a very famous director who did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, um, the horrible Hulk movie. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> he is so good in this movie. He, he did such a good job for this movie. The only thing that he failed so bad that I'm trying to get back to is 120 frames per second. It made the movie feel so fake. If he didn't do 120 frames per second this movie would have been flawless okay 120 frames per second 
digitally or actual film film? He shot this digitally. Okay, and... I was like, because that would have been a waste of film. Oh, no, yeah, of course, <laughs> dude. Nobody shoots on 100 frames per second on film. That's ridiculous. I think it would burn the film. <laughs> they were like, rolling and action, and we're out of film. All right. <laughs> Please watch it for the, for the sake of the story. But don't watch it for 120 frames. It is so bad. You can totally that it feels so fake. Everything that you watch throughout the whole entire movie, it just feels a little off. Recommend it for the story and also for people to see what we talking what we're talking about with a frame rate. Yeah. So please buy this movie on Amazon if you're interested in something like that. But other than that, nope. We'll throw the link in there in our show notes if we find it. <laughs> All right, Anton. Anything else you want to go, anything else you want to cover with Dunkirk? Oh yes. So seventy millimeter. Have you ever seen a movie in seventy millimeter? Uh, not in a long time, but yes, I have. Was Batman uh Dark Knight filmed in seventy for that one scene? Yeah, but you have to go to a uh, IMAX. Yeah. Not just IMAX. You have to go to uh, uh an IMAX that has that that old yeah, that, that, that seventy don't... millimeter. Oh, okay. Then no. So seventy millimeter. Not a lot of theaters have it nowadays anymore because all the IMAX theaters in general took out all actually if you did did you go to Irvine Spectrum no I went to one in Fullerton Fullerton or Anaheim okay then I probably need to go back and look but I know for sure if you went to see at Irvine Spectrum they should have it so they took out all of the traditional IMAX projectors and installed most of the IMAX theaters nowadays with laser projection so that's why in florida there's only two theaters right now that have the classic imax 70 millimeter projector and i know that in california there's probably like four theaters still that that have it i, I know the spectrum still does have it but they also have a um laser projection also too but yeah so 70 millimeter the image on that is ridiculously huge. Like you get to see so much stuff and it's amazing to see how much you can get into one frame. So is the is the entire film shot with 70 millimeter or is it just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think the whole entire movie is shot on 70 cuz uh the only people that that done it recently would be uh Christopher Nolan and uh, what's his name quentin tarantino for his oh, okay. last movie um uh brain fart anyways if you experience this movie you have to experience it in 70 millimeter and there is a list online right now where you can see this movie in 70 millimeter the only thing is there are a lot of theaters that are showing it at 70 millimeter but you don't get that giant screen wait are you talking about death proof no no no, no. dude death proof is old hateful eight uh Hateful Eight, yes. I was like, what else, too? <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah, so do you, do you, if you do go see it, see it in 70 millimeter, you can see so much more. It's beautiful. Uh, if you have a chance to get to a theater that has the giant screen, the real IMAX screen, I'd recommend going there to watch this film for that. And I'm sure Carl, our our fellow player on our summer movie draft, will appreciate it since that, that is his movie. Yep. He wants that box office money. Yeah, and it's coming out... Uh, early for those who want to see it in 70 millimeter all right well i think that covers everything for me anything else you want to talk about nope i think that is it all right so let's wrap this up if you want to 
reach out to us. Let us know what you're thinking about our show. Just want to chit chat about one of the topics that we covered. Or if you just want to recommend something for us to cover, uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the 2LC. And you can also email us at mail at the 2LC.com if you want to do it the old fashioned way. Yep. And if you want to buy us a beer just to support us, you can go on to www.the2OC.com and you click on the link that says buy us a beer. Uh, and also, if you would like to support us by buying some swag, swag, you can go to our store and buy some stickers and t-shirts. Also, if you would like some stuff that we talked about on the show, you can go on our show links and click on the stuff that you would like to purchase. If there was something else that you're buying on Amazon, you can also click through our link and help support us that way. Yep. If you click on one of our links and you look at the product and you're like, you know what? I, I don't want to buy it right now. But if you have something else in your shopping cart or something else you want to buy, we'll get credit for that too. So shop through our link. All right. I think that covers everything. For the 2LC Podcast, I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one, guys. Toodles. Toodles.